You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Mousecapades listeners, this is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and two of our colleagues from the Your Story Travel Company, Gina and Sarah. We hope that you're all safe, happy, and healthy, and this is episode 610, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, uh, one of our story guides would be glad to help. Just visit yourstorytravel.com for your free quote. If you're thinking about going to Disney in the future, a small refundable deposit will hold your trip. Just contact us today. And if you're thinking about going in the months of May and June, you may want to do that like yesterday. Right. (laughs) Very true. This week, listeners, I didn't put this in here, but we can talk about it. Uh, May and June were getting pretty booked up and Disney either increased the capacity or they just put out some more spots for people to reserve. We're not sure which. But now June's almost completely booked up again. I saw that. There's a bunch of reservations that are not there that were there over the weekend. It was less than 24 hours that the reservations were available. And thank goodness that we have a team who is on it and constantly checking because it was like, get the message, hurry up, message your clients if they you had clients looking for that time and you had 24 hours to quickly get that reservation or you couldn't go. Yeah, I actually uh, did a booking on my phone <laughs> because I had to quickly before they were gone. And I, I've never done that on my phone before. I've always had my computer with me and... Not sure I could do it on my phone. I was at a basketball game and I didn't have a choice. (laughs) (laughs) You knew how quickly it might disappear. Yep. So big news this week. um, Disney has always been so particular about what they wanted their cast members to look like, what their hair could be, you know, no tattoos showing and no piercings in weird places and everything. And this week they decided to change some of those rules, which was huge. Cause I remember when Nick and I first were on, well, 2016, when we were talking about the podcast about how important that was. And if you had tattoos, you had to have them covered and uh, you could only have in one set of earrings and just all that kind of stuff. And so now they're trying to, you know, get this new inclusive thing. So they are allowing tattoos. They have to be smaller than your hand. They're not allowed on your head, face, or neck. If they're bigger than your hand, you have to cover them with a bandage or with sleeves. And they are allowing more than one ear piercing now. So like double piercings, cartilage, nose, I'm assuming, because I didn't see that there was anything against that. Uh, There's still restrictions on whether or not the jewelry is distractive or obtrusive. What do you guys think that means, obtrusive? Because I was like, I'm not sure what that means. Probably like with jewelry, like the gauge earrings, the ones that make the big hole in your ear. Okay. Or like a chain from your nose to your ear or something like that. Okay. That makes. I'm just making something up. no, for no sure. I'm just is saying, that a thing? I was, no, it is a thing. She's right. It is. Yeah. I've seen it, but 
holy cow I okay well anyway and then this also applies to hair applies to hairstyles and colors i don't know if they can have rainbow hair but they're able to do more of a freer hairstyle than they were before that whatever works for them um it just can't be distracting or offensive so i'm thinking you know the big tall mohawks that the kids wear to school stephanie are not going to be acceptable because that would definitely be distracting to disney but i imagine like a somebody who wanted to dye their hair pink Right. Probably, I mean, that's like a trendy type thing is to it dye really your hair is. a color that a hair is not supposed to be. And it's it's kind of cool. And that's not it. It doesn't make kids scared like right. a big, huge, spiky mohawk with a, a chain from your nose to your ear. That might frighten a child. But right. pink hair is not going to frighten a child. Right. They're probably going to think it's neat anyway. And do you think there's a little bit of gray area here? And I hope they don't run into any trouble where, you know, they don't provide a whole lot of details about what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. I mean, who's to say what jewelry is obtrusive and distracting, you know? Well, I, if I know Disney, they have a more detailed booklet of things for their yeah. <laughs> right. members that they went over with pictures that have a big X on the top of the picture so you know. But this uh, inclusion goes along with all the other things that have been going on, the conversions, which like Space Mountain, excuse me, Splash Mountain being changed and the Jungle Cruise being changed to make it more inclusive. And Disney always had the four keys, safety, courtesy, show, and efficiency. They have now added a fifth key and it is included inclusion and that is to make all their guests and their guest members feel included i think it's a good thing i mean with the way that our world has changed you know it's more acceptable for all those things probably when i was a child i wouldn't have imagined that i'd get a tattoo but it's like jewelry now i tried to explain that to my mom it's just something people do and um so i would have before i might have thought oh my gosh let somebody see show their tattoo but i was at church yesterday and some little kid said is that a lick and stick tattoo and i was like <laughs> no it is not did you use needles yes i did anyways <laughs> i just thought it was interesting That's how i did it <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. I just sat in the chair, but yes. Right. So no, I agree that with the world changing and things being more trendy, and especially like Steph said, we have lots of kids at school that have the colored hair. And so I guess that that's the worst thing they're going to do. No, I... at Amy's middle school, they're not allowed to do that. They're not really? allowed to color their hair any like distracting colors, like pink, red, or whatever. Um, when she did her um, red like streaks in the front uh she was dress coded really wow yeah. what did she have to like go get it redone i did nothing because it was just wash out anyway okay so i just didn't do anything i said that i pretty much said you're gonna have to deal with it until it finishes washing out hmm. Hmm. i didn't really say could do that i mean i know private schools but she doesn't well, go this to isn't a private school it's a that's what i'm school. saying yeah <laughs> right right interesting so some issues in the past have created a blanket statement for Disneyland to include in their reopening information guidelines. So here you go, folks. Here is their blanket statement. <laughs> Additionally, select attractions and certain experiences that draw large group gatherings, such as parades and nighttime spectaculars, will return at a later date. We are still crossing our fingers that they are going to return at Disney World, eventually <laughs> return at Disneyland, but those things are still on the horizon. While character meet and greets will be temporarily unavailable, characters will be in our parks in new ways to entertain and delight our guests. 
The Disneyland Resort will have capacity measures in place, as well as limitation on parking and operation hours. Disney reserves the right to require a guest to leave if they are, number one, not wearing their face covering properly, and it has to be approved face coverings properly. Number two, using profanity or offensive language towards our cast members or other guests, and or number three, violating any other park rule. Given this unprecedented situation, we appreciate everyone's patience and understanding as we navigate through this process as responsibly as we can. Additionally, measures and procedures may be announced closer to the opening date. With these guidelines being highlighted, it's clear that Disney wants to ensure everyone's safety and comfort while returning back to park operations on April 30th, just around the corner. I think that people are going to be, I hope, wanting to do the right thing because they've waited so long. I mean, they waited longer than Disney World. Right. I think they will because look, look at the people that waited for Disney World to open. I, I mean, everybody pretty much followed the rules. It was, it's just a select few. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. There haven't been like big issues at Disney right. World. Disney World's pretty large. Um, yes. Yeah, you hear a couple cases every once in a while, somebody not complying. And honestly, I know a lot of people have said that they've worried about like two and over with face masks, like families are getting kicked out because their two-year-old isn't wearing a face mask properly. And I am constantly telling people, I really think that those families who are getting kicked out for that are the families who are arguing with cast members. I do too. If you argue and say, my kid's two, they don't need to wear a mask, you're probably going to get yourself kicked out of the park. Right. If you say, oh my, I'm so sorry, and try and fix it and make it right, you're probably fine. Yeah, because when we were there, I mean, they were there were people that had them pulled down and they would just tell them, you know, can you please lift, put put your mask up? And most people did. They never complained about it or anything. They just did it. Yep. I mean, I took a two-year-old and we didn't, we actually never had anybody tell us to pull his mask up. There was plenty of times where it slipped down. He's two. Um, but I would have never said he's two. Expect it. I, I don't think they ever got to say, hey, pull that mask up because we had corrected it already. Like they saw that we were actively trying to keep a mask on our two-year-old and they were like, okay, they're trying. Good job, family. Move along. It's the people who are arguing. So yeah, please yeah. don't argue with cast members. It's not nice and it's not going to do you any favors. As Disneyland's April 30th reopening grows closer, more cast members are being recalled to work. Workers United Local 50, a cast member union, posted on Facebook about the newest recalls. Earlier this year, Disneyland recalled 232 food service workers when the parks were allowed to open dining menus. Now they look to strengthen the food service teams in anticipation of guest demand. After a closure of more than one year due to the COVID-19 pandemic, we are excited for these cast members to return to Disneyland. I also heard that they recalled some more um, workers for Disney World as well. Yeah, I looked for that. I didn't see a report on that. That doesn't mean it's not out there. They're gonna have to because um, I just saw that Beach Club is gonna reopen at the end of May, I believe. Yeah, I saw that too. That's a big resort. I and mean, All Stars is open now, right? All Star Movies is open, yes. And then the Poly opens uh, in August. Yep, I think it's August. I think they hope to be done by the end of July with their refurbishments. Well, and this is just rumors. Thank gosh, this is a rumors news show. <laughs> right. But I was talking to a cast member um, earlier in the week, and he said that um, 
they are possibly looking at opening up some more of the moderates soon. They haven't come out and gave official like dates yet, but they're talking about it. They need to open up more of the restaurants too. Yeah, yes, Port Orleans would be great. But restaurants, yeah. we need more restaurants open. But he said that the reason why that they opened the ones that they did were because those were the ones that they spent the most money on on the refurbs. So they kept them open. That way they can make some of their money back from the refurbs. Mm-hmm. That would make sense, though. Yeah. Well, as we expected, Disneyland Park passes are full for the April 30th reopening date. Also, the opening day of the Avengers Campus, June 4th, is booked as well. On April 12th, when the operations started taking online reservations, Disney was not prepared for the amount of guests trying to get park reservations and or buy ticket. We aren't sure why, because Disney should have realized how Disney World has been. Some guests reported waiting up to eight hours to try and get tickets and reserve park reservations. Since it has been over a year, we hope guests will have patience as the cast members and Disney get acclimated to dealing with a large number of guests at one time. It's hard to have patience after you've been on the phone for eight hours. (laughs) I mean, I get it. I get it. Like, yes, it is not the cast member's fault, but you are scratching your head wondering why Disney wasn't prepared. Disney knew this was going to happen. So recall more of those workers and get them in there answering the phones <laughs> so people aren't waiting for eight hours. And I th- and I thought that they would have, because um, I don't know if you guys listened to that interview with Lee, but I thought they would have learned from Touch of Disney because I believe he said it was six hours in total He for him to get the tickets to that. Disney needs to set up the thing when you call and they say, you know, your wait time will be... 20 minutes. Right. And, and then, we can call you would back. Would you like us to call you back? Yes. Yes. And I then agree. you say, yes, call me back <laughs> when it's time. I have actually suggested that many One of times. One section <laughs> of their phone thing, it does. But for reservations and stuff, it does not. Hmm. Um, if you call just their uh, guest relations line, it will do that. Hmm. Well, they need to step it up a little bit. <laughs> When Disneyland reopens on April 30th, the updated Haunted Mansion ride will be ready for their guests. Um, the Pet Cemetery receives some landscaping updates. The interior has new drapes, carpet, and wallpaper. Plus, there's a new portrait in the hallway as you enter the ride. It has also had some updates to the mechanics. I thought it was interesting because you know there's that smell in Haunted Mansion that you smell when you're in there. I don't know. I think we've talked about this before. They sell a candle that smells like Haunted Mansion. Well, if they put all that new stuff in there, if it's going to change that smell of Haunted Mansion in Disneyland. Hmm. I never thought about that. Because you know how when you get new carpet, it smells like new carpet. I wonder if these different places, though. I mean, Small World, I do think it smells like a grandmother's closet. But like Haunted Mansion, you know how malls and the resorts have scents that they're obviously spraying into the spaces right Mm -hmm. so why do they i mean they might have some of that in some of the rides that we just don't know about right and that's what i was thinking too maybe so i I thought they're just burning those candles (laughs) that's what they're doing they're gonna burn a whole bunch of candles in there some incense (laughs) so king arthur's carousel um has also been closed since january of 2020 and it will reopen with a brand new paint job a fully rebuilt and repainted canopy as well as lots of 14 karat gold accents. Oh no. People be trying to steal them. People like rip off the horses. 14 karat gold. I mean, it was a gold leaf or 
I don't know, that would be different maybe than like gold is a very soft metal. So I see it being damaged, but I'm imagining more like gold leaf accents or something like that, but. It looked pretty. <laughs> I'm sure. It's gold. <laughs> <laughs> gold. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so health and safety at Disney has changed recently. Last week, we kind of gave you something that we thought was positive. We talked about how masks are changing a little bit and guests are allowed to take their mask off for a photo, provided that they're outdoors and they're still practicing social distancing. So you take your mask off, you take your picture, mask goes right back on. Didn't seem bad. This week, though, hand-washing stations started to be removed from inside the parks. There is no word if they will be back or not, but they have clearly gone throughout. Uh, they are clearly gone throughout the parks. Some socially distanced markers have been removed from certain areas in Disney World. Florida's Orange County mayor reported that we may be seeing changes in the mask and social distancing policies. Well, it would be nice if they do start changing the mask and the social distancing policy. It would be nice. I'm hoping by October we won't have to wear masks when we're there, right, Vicky? I'm hoping. We'll see. I'm sure people are really hoping for this summer. <laughs> like, change it quicker. It's hot there in the summer with a mask. Right? I will keep my mouth shut because maybe I'm not as optimistic as the rest of you. <laughs> Well, you know, I just figured I did it when I was there in February and it wasn't, it wasn't hateful. It was fine. Yeah. I mean, like I was telling my nephew about it the other day because he was complaining about that our amusement park was up the road from us. Like he's like, well, I guess I'm not going to go because you still have to wear a mask. I'm like, Jake, you don't even know you have it on. I like the social distancing part though. Like, yeah, keep, keep your space, please. Give me my elbow room. I did too. You didn't have people bumping into you. It's my least favorite part of a Disney trip is when you go, I think, what is it? It's Festival of the Lion King or any pre-show, like uh, pre ride pre-show where they say move in and fill all available space. Mm -hmm. And then you're you know, shoulder to shoulder with a stranger and maybe they've been walking around the parks all day. You probably don't smell great. They don't smell great. But you know, now I wanna be, I, want, I like my distance. Yeah. Honestly, I think for a while that's gonna be, even, even though they may not have the markers, I still think people are gonna be that way mm -hmm. just to be cautious. And again, we're not having international travel yet. And we, we like our personal space here in the United States. But there are some countries that just don't understand that because that's not how they're they were raised and so i really think that we'll be okay with that stephanie so we just have to be cautious so i don't love the masks either but if they right. keep people safe and alive then i think we're going to be okay also if they just make people feel better too like right meh, it's i mean yes i agree it's hot and a lot of people don't want them but i didn't have a problem with it in march because it wasn't uncomfortable and it keeps more people feeling like they can go to the park and feel safe if they have those safety precautions so well you know just because because if they say you don't have to wear a mask, if you want to wear a mask, you still can. <laughs> so Exactly. That's what we do at church. We have to do it at work. And I think it's just a mindset now. It's in our brains. Mm -hmm. So this week, there were more changes made to the Jungle Cruise as the inclusion refurbishment continues. The pole featuring people climbing it to escape the rhino is no longer there. Last week, we told you they removed Trader Sam. Well, this week, a lot of netting was spotted in his place. As we mentioned before, Disney will be working on this ride while it is still in use. So we will be able to see the updates as they happen. We will continue to stay on top of the changes 
so that we can let you all know. I'm excited for this. And I can't wait for the um, Jungle Cruise movie to come out whenever that actually happens. <laughs> I love The Rock anyway. I know. Okay. Moving on. Epcot's Pin Traders will be closing for about three weeks. Disney hasn't released why it is closing, but the closure started on Monday, April 19th. This is the store where you can purchase a photo package or Disney pins near Spaceship Earth. And Disney Cruise Line has continued to cancel cruises into the fall for their European cruises. All Disney Magic sailings are canceled through October 9th, 2021. U.S. departures are currently canceled through June. But if this changes, we will let you know. So sad. I know. Mm -hmm. I still think we need to do like the UK and have the little staycations. I'd be all for that. Yeah, I would do that, especially if they discount the price, but I don't know if they would. <laughs> I don't know if they would either, but I think it would be a good way for them to practice with their staff and everything because it's been yep. so long since they've done it. Oh my it. gosh, uh, when they opened their 2022 sailings for like Alaska and all that, oh my gosh, talk about sticker shock. But they're in high, but they're in high demand. They booked up really quickly. Well, that's good. Do we know this, or am I just getting all my news confused? Do we know if Disney will be one of the ones that requires everyone to be vaccinated? They haven't said. That's what I thought. Okay. So I've only heard of two or three cruise lines so far that have Royal Caribbean and Virgin cruises is also going to and they are a newer cruise line and they said that if you get like when we reopen everybody has to be vaccinated in order to get on a cruise 18 and up have to be vaccinated and um eight under 18 have to have a negative COVID test within 48 hours hmm. of boarding so my a quick PSA to everyone listening if you get your full vaccination card or even if you get your first vaccination make sure that you get uh don't laminate it and take a picture of it yep. so that you have it digitally so that it's if it's ever lost or damaged you have a record yep and make multiple copies of it yeah because at some point we don't know for sure what's going to happen in the future with um you know if they're going to require vaccine passports is what they might be calling them for travel so also don't post pic you're not supposed to post pictures I of know. It on social media i see it all the time i like, did sorry <laughs> you're not take it down people are um Copying i mean it. it's just like an id like you wouldn't post a picture of your driver's license like people can steal your identification they're stealing people's passport because that's the going to be the next thing like okay right. you're going to require a passport to get here guess what i'm going to go ahead and get a fake vaccination card yeah i thought that too. So that's not what you're supposed to be doing is posting pictures of those. Post a picture of the picture, uh, like of, <laughs> of a picture of you with like a thumbs up outside of the place or something, but not your card. I thought about doing it with the bandaid. I saw somebody do that, showed their bandaid on their arm. Yeah. I got my second yeah. shot. After the departure of Fantasmic earlier this year from Tokyo Disney Sea, they were left without a nighttime show. Now, Tokyo Disney Resort has announced that they're going to get a new show at Tokyo Disney Sea um, in the fiscal year of 2021, which I find interesting because we're coming back from a pandemic. Um, it's going to be part of their 20th anniversary celebration. It's going to be called Believe Sea of Dreams. The Believe Sea of Dreams will be presented on the waters of the Mediterranean Harbor in Tokyo Disney Sea. And it's supposed to be like this breathtaking performance. And it's going to remind guests of the importance of having a dream and always believing in it. According to the Oriental Land Company, they said it's going to be this glorious
glorious thing that shows the importance of having a dream and believing in it. The construction's been going ongoing around Mediterranean Harbor, even when they were closed, likely in preparation for this show because of the 20th anniversary, but they don't have any details as far as when is it actually going to open for the first time, especially since they keep closing and opening and closing. I'm not saying it won't happen this year, but I feel like it might not happen the exact time they originally wanted. I mean, the idea sounds great. Like the no 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 it sounds wonderful that's not what I yeah. meant well right I know I'm just I'm just thinking like ooh a new show but you're right like was that really the timing for it but we'll see let's go ahead and stay abroad and talk a little bit about Disneyland Paris on the heels of Disneyland Avengers Campus opening details of the Avengers Campus expansion in the Walt Disney Studio Park at Disneyland Paris have been revealed as well as a look into what art will be showcased at the reimagined resort hotel. Construction in Disneyland Paris is very much still in progress, but the buildings inside the new Avenger campus are quickly coming to life. Similar to the addition at Disneyland Resort, the campus will feature several key addresses, starting with the Worldwide Engineer Brigade, aka WEB, or Web, the home of the new Spider-Man experience. See, that makes sense, Web. <laughs> the first Disney ride-through attraction to feature the Web Slinger. In addition to Spidey, other Marvel heroes may be found in the land, um, recruiting and training the next generation of superheroes. Super excited about the superheroes. That is what's been missing. For all those little boys out there, we got tons and tons of princesses, but we need some superheroes. You could bring in some Wonder Woman. <laughs> right. You could still do, and Catwoman, yes, you can still do some of those. But, I mean, it is Princess Overload, and then, like, the poor boys have nothing. All right, girls, it is that time. It's time to talk about food. I don't know about you, but this is my favorite part. <laughs> There are some new dishes at Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival. The Farmer's Feast booth is featuring warm asparagus, herb-crusted spring lamb, and strawberry rhubarb upside-down cake. The warm asparagus features white and green asparagus with truffle vinaigrette, spring peas, parmesan, and fresh truffles. Herb-trusted spring lamb is served with marbled potatoes, spring vegetables, and red wine butter sauce. The strawberry rhubarb upside down cake is served with creme fresh whipped cream makes for a nice light dessert. I'm all about strawberry rhubarb. Yes, I think I'll take some of that as well. It looked really good. I think sometimes we need to make some of these things. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. I like the sound of the red wine butter sauce. I know. I don't even know if it's good, but it does sound good. <laughs> Well, I've, I've, I've made a white wine butter sauce for fish and it's delicious. <laughs> so I can imagine it's delicious with red wine too. I'm sure. Primo Priota at the Riviera Resort has a new margarita pizza. It is topped with tomato sauce, heirloom tomatoes, fresh mozzarella, and grated Romano. It is topped with extra virgin olive oil and fresh cut basil. Sounds great. Yes, it does. Marketplace Snacks in Disney Springs, there is a new Dole Whip drink. It is called the Vanilla Orange Slushy Float. The base is an orange slushy 
which is like an orange Dole Whip with vanilla soft serve on top. It will only be around for a while, and you can substitute other Dole Whip flavors to make new floats. Of course, it's only around for a while. <laughs> yes. Stop with these new Dole Whip flavors and then taking them away before I get there. Talk about a mouthful, though. I'll take the vanilla orange slushy float. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a vanilla slushy or an orange float? Like, really? <laughs> they have to make it sound appealing. Over at Sunshine Churros in Disney Springs, they have a new churro called the Key Lime Pie Churro. And the only difference is, because I was watching them be made, is they roll the churro in key lime sugar rather than the regular cinnamon and sugar. A person that was sampling it that I watched was not happy because it made like a glaze, which no offense, I think that would be tasty, but like it kind of like melted really quickly on there rather than the cinnamon sugar usually is on there and it falls off and gets on everything. This kind of adhered to it. Like it had been taken like a flame or something and made it stick, I don't know. It looked really good to me, I don't know. There is a raspberry streusel muffin available in Pandora at Ace Treats. It makes a great grab and grow breakfast. It's a moist raspberry muffin topped with streusel. And the guest said that it was super crumbly. So you might want to have a napkin or a plate underneath, but it was delicious. Yum. Banana Cabana over at Caribbean Beach Resort all, uh, has a pineapple coconut bread pudding dessert. So for all of you fans of the bread pudding, guess what? This dish has been created by a former Ohana chef. So you know that they know how to make that delicious bread pudding. So you're going to want to go check that one out. It's served with a scoop of vanilla bean ice cream. The caramel sauce is not the kind that drips over the bread pudding. It bakes into the bread pudding and infuses the flavor. Yum. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the Beach Club Marketplace has a brand new baked macaroni and cheese. It comes with many different topping options. You can choose bacon, beef, uh, chili, pulled pork topping, or just plain mac and cheese. It's a cavatappi pasta with a five cheese blend, and it's sprinkled with shredded cheese, sliced green onion, bread, breaded topping, a few goldfish crackers, and it has kind of like a casserole consistency. I love macaroni and cheese. Yeah, me too. Me too. I don't know why, but I love cavatappi. They're the ones that look like corkscrews. Yes, they're fun. Really? That's what it's called? Yeah, I had no idea either. Yeah, those are the ones I always pick to do like kids pasta with or like wagon wheels. Yeah. The mini kitchen sink ice cream pail is back. No, the Plaza ice cream parlor has not reopened. It is being sold at Storybrooke Treats. The portion size is much smaller than it used to be and it isn't served in the mini kitchen sink. Also, you are getting soft serve rather, rather than the hand scooped ice cream. The sundae is served in a styrofoam bowl. That was kind of a letdown. I know, right? Then why call it the mini kitchen sink if it's not even that? I know, they're like, here's your mini mini's kitchen sink and here's your letdown sundae. And why are they using styrofoam when they've switched to, you know, paper straws? <laughs> Bad move, Disney. Bad move. It's like maybe they ran out of bowls. Doesn't make any sense. Two steps back. Epcot's La Hacienda San Angel is the Mexican Pavilion is currently open from 3 to 10 p.m. Starting May 9th, their hours will be reduced to 3 to 9 p.m. Starting May 17th, the restaurant will be closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. 
on May 23rd, the restaurant's hours will go to 3 to 7 p.m. Do we know why? I was going to say, why? But I want to try this place so bad on our next trip. La Hacienda de San Angel is on my list. I just want to know if they're doing a refurb or something. Right. That's what I was thinking, too. If I remember correctly, we did not go there on our last trip because I think they only had dinner reservations. And so I don't believe they've ever really been open for lunch, but I could be wrong about that. But I would recommend this restaurant to anyone who's looking for maybe a step up from the pyramid and a great view of the water. I just want to eat at either one of them. (laughs) (laughs) I know that Hacienda has a, um, a crema de lote that it's like a corn soup for a appetizer and it just looks delicious. Like something I would lick the bowl. <laughs> I see this dish in my dreams. <laughs> I just think it's interesting because Stephanie's on here earlier saying we need more restaurants open and this one's cutting their hours. I'm just right. like, what's going on? Come on. Something has to be happening. At least with Epcot, they have the continual festivals going on. So there's always going to be some food available. Right. It, may not, it just may not be the sit down restaurants that you wanted. All right, if you want to get a Gideon's cookie the next time you're at Disney Springs, you need to plan on joining the virtual queue. You will need to look for a new sign-up location. You used to sign up to the left of the building, but now the sign-up will be on the right underneath Gideon's Garboil. Also, if you love Gideon's peanut butter chocolate chip cookie, you will need to get there early on the days that it is made. Gideon is reporting a peanut butter chip shortage, so they will be making a limited amount of these tasty cookies each day. A couple of weeks ago, we told you about the April cookie, orange pecan chocolate chip that was inspired by Stuart Valencia, the boy that was half boy, half orange tree because he ate so many oranges. Gideon is now selling a Stuart Valencia t-shirt for the remainder of April. How cute. So has anyone else like gone somewhere and they've had a shortage of something? So like these peanut butter, what was it? Peanut butter? Chips. Chocolate chips. Chips. So our favorite ice cream place around the corner from my house, like my favorite ice cream is mint chocolate chip. And they changed their recipe. They used to use Andy's mints and then they switched it to a different type of mint chip, I guess. It turns out that the ship that was stuck in the Panama Canal caused a delay in their shipping of all their chips. Hmm. So that is why they had to change their recipe. And I'm curious if this might have to do with this, you know, the same reason. I was like, when, because I thought, I wonder when that ship will affect me. And it hit me through ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you never thought it would be ice cream, huh? Right? That's well, hilarious. you know me being so cynical of like, no, oh, I bet Disney's doing it for, for money of some sort. I'm like, oh, they're trying to drive up their their demand. Now they've created this like, I have to get there early. I have to get to Gideon's right away so I can get like, I probably wasn't going to get the peanut butter chocolate chip cookie, but now I need it because there's a limited amount. Right. <laughs> so that's what went to my head. <laughs> but it could be. There are a lot of shortages out there. Oh boy. And it's weird stuff too. It's not stuff that you would expect. So strange. Well, on to merchandise news. Thinking of Gina and Margie because they love their mini ears. <laughs> tropical mini ears have been released. A couple weeks ago, we spoke to you guys about a whole tropical series of clothes. There was a button down shirt and a, 
a long sleeve shirt and a t-shirt. This week, the tropical ears were spotted. And if you look at the button down, the ears are made with similar material. It's a white linen material with palm leaves. Mickey's in a famous red, his red shorts, and then Minnie has on a red dress with polka dot. And then there's tropical flowers and greenery in the middle where you would see a bow normally. They were super cute. They are cute. They're on my list. <laughs> Gina always has an ears list. I do. Do you have an ear display? I do not, but I don't. Only because we were in the process of looking at buying a house until you'd have a surgery. And so I think now I am going to. I feel like it'd be nice, like, up the stairs. I don't have any stairs. Oh, never mind. How many ears do you have, Gina? Do you know? I don't know. Like, combined, Abby and I probably have a good 15 so far. I mean, I think Kaylee has 12 on the wall, but we have more. She just didn't put all of them up there. I think I'm going to hang them over my desk on the wall. Gina did a cute TikTok where she was like, ear check, show me your favorite ears. And I think her favorites, she said, were a pair that Vicky gave to her. They were. Aw. They were the 2020 ones. Aw. Do you like, the? are you big on the ones the park releases or do you like going on Etsy? I'm both. Um, there's actually this lady on TikTok that I follow. I can't think of her name, but um, she makes painted ears. Mm. And they're so cute. She's got these Lilo and Stitch ones that I'm going to buy from her. They're adorable. It's not that expensive. I mean, they're about what you would get them at the park, but they're hand-painted. They're so cute. Yeah, I have my eye on some. They're laser-cut wood cutouts. Kaylee has some. Yeah, so we'll I see. I want to see Kaylee's ear collection. I'll have to take a picture and send it to you guys. The only ones I haven't worn yet are my 40th birthday ones, and I'm not going to wear them until October. She has the one ear that's laser cut is the castle, and the other one is a Starbucks cut. Aw, that's cute. She got those off of Etsy. So a new coach collection has been released in Disney Springs. It's called the Daisy and Goofy Collection. It features keychains, backpacks, wallets, messenger bags, totes, and more. If you choose the Daisy Collection, the items are pink. And if you choose the Goofy Collection, the items are gray. The Daisy Collection has an embroidered Daisy on it, and the Goofy Collection has an embroidered, you guessed it, Goofy on it. Too cute. Disney has collapsible water bottles. <clears throat> it is part of the Play, Drink, Repeat line. Mickey icons decorate the water bottle. It folds down with a strap, and it also has a foldable, reusable straw with a cleaning brush and a carrying case. This line also has a fun, reusable utensil set. The set contains a fork, knife, spoon, straw, and straw cleaning brush. There is also a reusable snack bag in this collection. These have been spotted on Shop Disney and in World of Disney at Disney Springs. And I do believe on Shop Disney they are on sale right now. Really? Awesome. I looked earlier today. Fun. So with this pandemic, I'm not sure how many people out there are sporting neckties. Um, I know I've lived a life in basically pajama or lived the year in basically pajama pants and sweatpants. So there's been no neckties in my house. But <laughs> if you need one and you're a Disney or a Star Wars fan, some wonderful neckties were released this week. There's a simple gray, navy, and yellow diagonally striped tie with white Mickey heads in the navy stripes. There is a patriotic 
like red, light blue, and blue tie with red and blue Mickey heads and stars all over it. The third tie is for our Star Wars Millennium Falcon fans. The subtle Millennium Falcons are scattered all over the very mid-century design. It is black and white and perfect for the minimalist out there. Father's Day isn't far away, so you may want to pick one up for someone special. Mother's Day is first, so make sure to get in there and get some of those <laughs> Mickey ears. I want a lounge fly bang. Me too, Gina. I'm after one. I, I can't I can't come to a, a consensus yet, but I'm searching. I'm I finally searching. just had to buy it and do it. And then I regretted it because Kaylee got the one that I really wanted, but that's okay. I can always borrow it. Oh, my both girls want one. Jenny wants one and Amy both want, and want one and I want one. I, but I want the one that like they have it at Lunchbox. It's got all the parks on it, all the Disney World parks, the emblems. It's really cute. I'm not a lounge fly person. I'm big into pins and I got a Disney backpack when Jansport was doing a collaboration with them, I guess. And that's my like Disney parks bag now. I have one of the crossbody ones. That's the Jansport. It's got mini on it. Well, thank you, Gina and Sarah, for joining us for the Rumors and News episode. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, all you have to do is email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can contact us at yourstorytravel.com. And be sure to listen to Friday's show. This one is going to be one you do not want to miss. Vicki and Brad are starting a resort series that explains what each level of Disney resorts offer. So this is extremely helpful if you've ever wondered which resort is going to be best for you. This week, we'll be talking about two of the deluxe Disney resorts, Animal Kingdom and the Beach Club. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our TikTok page for Your Story Travel is at Your Story Travel. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends. Wow.